Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to The Actor's Choice, where the actors and actresses have a chance to talk about themselves and their careers. Join us now for the next hour as we explore the marvelous industry of acting by actors and actresses from today's exciting show business world. And now, direct from Hollywood, here's your host, Ron Brewington. Hi, everybody. I'm Ron Brewington, and welcome to The Actor's Choice. Roll it, Tony. Uh, my favorite place to go day drinking is this little basement bar right outside the hospital. Oh, I know that place well. This is the apartment. Neighbor heard some screams, got concerned. Not a problem. We'll get in there. Fire department! Hi. Alice? Alice. Alice. <laughs> How's it going? Fine. So, uh... What are you doing? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my first guest today has quite a story growing up in a beautiful country and then later coming to Los Angeles, where her love for L.A. took its time and grew slowly year by year into a full-blown affair. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome actress Paula Ribello. Greetings. Good greetings, good and greetings. Uh, welcome to the Actors' Choice, my dear. Welcome, welcome. Now. I said you came from such a beautiful country. So what country might that be? Well, that is Brazil. I was born and raised in Rio de Janeiro. Wow, look at that. Look, look at the Christ up there. <laughs> oh, that is so marvelous. I've, 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 I've always wanted to go there before I passed. I want to go there and see that. And if possible, you can get under the base of it, can't you? You can, absolutely. And up until a certain point, there are times in the year where they open where you can climb higher um, for certain people. Um, but yeah, I've been there many times. I love it. I can't wait to take my son there. Wow. That is quite, it just takes your breath away. Uh, I'm from New York. We have the Statue of Liberty. So yes. every, every country somewhere in it, they got something in it that, that you can use, you know? You know what I'm talking about? Yes. yes. Favorite question. I, hear, I ask this one all the time. What made you good in acting <laughs> oh my gosh uh it, it sneaked up on me i i was 10 years old uh walking in the mall with my mom uh -huh. there was an open call uh for for mcdonald's was doing an open call audition for a commercial for kids yes. at the mall. and i'm like that sounds fun mom i, I want to get in line and try that and just be silly in front of the camera and i did it and I had a blast. And after that, I, I asked to do classes and, and my mother kept letting me, you know, I was happy playing, but I took it pretty seriously right away. I became a child actor in Brazil and uh, it never left me. Yeah. You never looked back. You took never it from there. Mm -hmm. Wow. Tell us in the country of Brazil, tell us how it's, what it's like going to school and getting an education. Um, I went to public school and um 
there isn't a lot of arts programs there in schools, quite honestly. Here, people can go to performing arts schools and things like that. No, just a very basic uh, subject um, that I didn't even necessarily identify with. And I was a good student. I had a great time. You know, I shared the classroom just very much like the demographic of Brazil with people who are very rich and people who had nothing to eat. Uh, we were all in the same classroom together. And that that was very important, honestly, for me becoming who I am, to, to be exposed to to reality very soon and, and what it is like to share um, share this world and to have privilege and to not have privilege. Um, but anyway, there's not a lot of arts um, in Brazil. So I would go to school from seven to noon and the whole afternoon I'd spent acting in another program. Um, so I was working all the time since, since, uh, since a kid and studying there. Okay. Here's the question. Another question I always ask support that you get from your family and friends and what you do as an actress. I feel very blessed to have full support from my friends and my family. I know it's hard. And I come from a family of doctors and engineers and um, very, very um, renowned professions um, and safe professions. And I chose uh, not a linear path, but my parents have always been very supportive. Um, I, I, I considered going to architecture school at one point. And I remember the night before my architecture exam to get into college, I was crying in my room and my dad knocked on my door and he said, what's wrong? And, and I said, well, I'm crying because I don't want to be an architect. I want to be an actor. And he told me then don't go to the exam, go be an actor. Don't be an architect. Now there's a good man. Now there's yeah. a good man. You know, yeah. that relationship between a daughter and a father. Ooh. Yeah, I've, I've never been placed in a position to choose between my family and my career. I've always had full support um, and I'm very grateful. I I know that it is because of that that I'm here where I am at today. Wow. So then, as we said in the front, that you made your way from Brazil to Los Angeles. I know. I call it Los Angeles. Yes. So what was it like when you first stepped on the treasured ground? You know, it was strange. <laughs> um, you said you said in your um, mm -hmm. opening that my love grew slowly. <laughs> yes, because when I first got here, you know, you're from another country. Yes. And you, can, you can picture what Los Angeles is when you're outside, right? right? When you hear about Hollywood and this town. And I came here and I was like, huh, this is interesting. Everything's so spread out. I'm not sure what to make of it. I, I, I didn't find my footing right away. I didn't find my people right away. It took time. Um, and I felt very much a fish out of water. I was. Um, and, and LA became home once I found the theater companies I work with, once I found my friends and my community. Mm -hmm. and, and I felt like I belonged to this culture and to this country. Yes. Uh, so it was, it was a, it took some, a, an adjustment period. It was like putting on some new glasses and focusing. That's what it was like coming out of that plane 13 years ago now. Yeah. yeah. See, it takes you 13 years to become a star because you are a star. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank and you. And that's the end of that situation. <laughs> when you first saw that Hollywood sign, mm -hmm. what did it do for you? Oh, I, I, I was 
completely starstruck. I remember standing on a hill. We found a, a photo op with my parents. Yeah. You know, the three Brazilians were taking selfies and taking photos, and it's it it it, 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 it I was starstruck. Um, it was just um, such a symbol of of a new beginning and hope and excitement. I couldn't believe I was here. This little girl from from Rio made her way here randomly. It, it was special. It really was. Thank you. I ain't gonna ask how you made it because it's a lot of work to be done. It's hard work. It's it's daily work. Yes, it, daily you work. You show up and you choose every day. It's, it's, yes. You know, and every day you ask yourself, "Is this it?" And you're like, "Yes." And you yep. you recommit. Mm-hmm. It's like a marriage. You recommit every day to the craft. Yeah. Yes. Commit. The year was 22009. And you got your first IMDb actress credit for a role of Joanna in a TV series, The Saints. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yes, I do. Tell us about it, please. Um, a friend of mine actually wrote that uh, web series. Uh, his name is Fernando Bello, and I got to play his sister. Uh, it was a very small role, but I have uh, great admiration for him. And um, and this was about a journey of a Brazilian man in Los Angeles and navigating that. And and I got to play kind of a know-it-all sister uh, that was giving him a hard time, um, giving him a run for his money. So I had I had fun. I got to speak a little bit of Portuguese. Uh, and English uh, in in that. And it's always special when I can marry both of my worlds. Got you. Is there a lot of Brazilians here in Los Angeles? There are. On on the west side, there's a big community. Around Culver City, there's a lot of Brazilian restaurants and Mm -hmm. there's a Brazilian supermarket. Mm -hmm. I go sometimes. I'm all the way in Pasadena, so I don't make my way there all the time or as often as I'd like. But when um, you do, <laughs> but when I do, you know, I'm getting all my treats, all all the things that are going to make me think of home. That's for sure. That's great. That is great. It's good for the culture. Good for the culture. That's what I tell folks. Okay. In 2015, you did another film called uh, Ask. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's, that's another web series. Yes. Yes. What was that one like for you? That was fun because... Um, it's a little absurd. It's dark comedy, very much like the play I'm working on now. It also takes place in an office environment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically, um, it's a support group for serial killers. Gotcha. Um, so uh, they're trying to to stop this um, addiction and, and they meet weekly to uh, overcome being serial killers. But, it, but it's in a really lighthearted way. I also got to play a Brazilian character in that. Um, and I just, I just loved my my role in that because she was feisty and she knew how to manipulate these people. So I was not a serial killer, but I worked with them, so I had to really uh, find my ground and stand my ground in that environment to succeed in that office space. Which is now thinking about it is very similar to the play that I'm working on. Do you feel anger uh, as Circle X right now? And I just had a blast. I love those type of characters. Hmm, okay. Okay. What kind of roles do you like to do? You know, Ron, exactly what I just said. The boss that walks in the room that tells you what's going to happen. That, you know, snaps a finger and said, you listen to me. I'm about to tell you something. All right. <laughs> I just I just love I love being in charge um, and, and having the control of the space, kind of being a ringmaster. Um, I love that. I love those kinds of roles. Yeah. Yes. Do you do any stage work? A lot of stage work. <laughs> the majority of my journey. 
Um, I was just trying to be funny. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I I love the stage. It's, it's where it's from. It's what we do. It's the source of what we do. Yes. Um, no matter if you go to film and TV, you know, this is where it, where it started with the live exchange. Um, I, I love theater. It's interesting that L.A. Uh, is great for theater. It is. And people don't know. So people, now you know, no excuse. L.A. is great for theater. You find that show. You come see it. It's great. Great actors, great directors, great theater companies. I, I, I rave about L.A. theater all the time because that's where it's been my playground. People on the on the audience out there, they're going to say, "Oh, he's saying this again." So here I go. I have a bone to pick with actors and actresses. Yes, what's and that? That bone is that they come into the city of L.A. I want to be a star. I want to do this, but I'll do television. I'll do film. Oh no, I don't want. We don't get up on those stage. Not me. Oh my gosh, no. Look, I understand having a preference for a medium, but uh-huh. um, gosh, the theater. You you are so vulnerable. You are so on your toes. You, you. That's where you get to practice. That's where you get to grow. Um, and then you get to take that to the other mediums too. Uh, so I, I'm a big fan. I will always defend the stage no matter where I end up. Here's another favorite question of mine. Mm-hmm. The first time you saw yourself up on the big screen, how did it mm-hmm. make you feel? Uh, it made me feel good. It gave me butterflies in my stomach. Um, <laughs> I, it, it, it was a reassurance of, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, and I want to do more of this. Just gave, made me hungry. Uh, yeah. So you, you go to the movies regular? Yes, I do. Uh, I love, um, I love watching. Not, not as much now that I have a kiddo and coming back, you know, with the pandemic and everything. But uh, the last movie I saw uh, was Women Talking. Right. Um, and that was incredible, incredible. Um, I got to read the book a few years yes. ago. So it was wonderful to get to see it materialized. And yep. I was very pleasantly surprised with the adaptation. And um, and it resonated with me, especially because of the play that I'm, that I'm working on, Do You Feel Anger? Um, the themes were very relevant um, to, to the universe of the show. Got you. Audition, something that you all always have to do. You thought about auditions. Something I always have to do before? No, to get that role. You got to do auditions. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, oh, I see, I see. I thought <laughs> yes. you were asking, like, I have a ritual or something. Yes, you do. You got to do auditions. It's, mm. part of, it's part of the job. For those who have never been in an audition, just take us through what is an audition? How is it done? Um. Well... I'll give you two explanations. The simpler version for non-actors, like audition is a job interview, but it's not as simple because it's not always based on your uh, resume or what you do. So as an actor, I'll answer an audition is an opportunity to play, an opportunity to show your take on this material. And Mm -hmm. maybe it will resonate with the creators and the director and the casting director, and, and maybe it won't, but it's your opportunity to give your point of view on the material. That's how I look at it. Definitely. Definitely. Here's something just happened the other day. As you know, uh, Alec Baldwin had a little pro- is having a problem. Your yeah. thoughts about having a gun on a set and having to use his gun? Um, gosh, that was a horrible thing that happened. Not the first time it happened, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show how important it is to make sure you're in a safe work environment. Um. What we do is pretend. Yes. It's not real. 
It is meant to evoke feelings in, in who is receiving it, but it's not real. And, and when the, the, those lines get blurred and forgotten, it's very dangerous, very dangerous for the actors, very dangerous for everybody um, behind the scenes. And a, a horrible learning lesson to that teaches if you find yourself working in a, in a production, be it on the stage, uh, on the screen, and, and something is off and you don't feel safe, yes. you should speak up, you should walk away, you should report it. Um, I, the, the play that I'm working on right now deals with violence on stage and deals with violence against women on stage. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel lucky to have always felt safe in this process. And, and, and I, I know the importance of a safe work environment. That's something that we talk about in the play all the time. Yeah. And, um, it's just horrible that that happened. And you came here today to talk about a movie called Do You Feel Anger? It's a play. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wow, don't trick me now. <laughs> it's a play. Give us a synopsis. Tell us about this. Yes. Uh, so the play Do You Feel Anger by uh, Mara Nelson Greenberg uh, is premiering, uh, just premiered this past weekend at Circle X Theater in Atwater Village. All right. Um, the play is about an empathy coach who comes into a debt collection agency to teach the workers of this office what empathy is. They're not capable of recognizing emotions and feelings in other people and empathizing with them. Um, so Sophia, who's the empathy coach played by me, comes in to teach them what empathy is. And it gets tricky because once you start learning about feelings, um, you also start learning that some people's feelings matter more than others. And uh, that gets really complicated. Hmm. Okay. Uh, the director, who is the director of this project? Helena Case. Yay! Yes. There she, there she is. Um, she is Chicago-based. She came here um, to do this show with us. And this this is a hard play because it's it's absurdist. Um, it's it's funny until it's not. And Helena tackled it with so much grace and ease and um, brought a lot of depth to this production. And her her work is all over it. Uh, Have you worked with her before? No, it was my first time. First time. And I believe it's her first time uh, directing a play at Circle X as well. Okay. Now, this is a West Coast premiere. Mm-hmm. Aha. That means bring extra popcorn with you. That's right. <laughs> Indeed. That's right. What was it like for you? Again, we went, go back to auditions. You had to audition. You got the role in this play. How did it make, how did it make you feel? So when I, I, I got the full script before the audition and I, and I read the play once and I just said, what did I just read? Because it's so, um, it's fast. Uh -huh. um, it's 80 pages okay. and it's very absurdist, uh, but dark, but not. And I didn't really know what to make of it from a first pass. And so I just made some choices for my character and I committed to my choices and, and went in and my choices resonated, right? What we were saying about it's your point of view. And if that resonates, great. So I, I was excited to tackle it on this role um, because I had never worked with this company before. I always admired this company um, and it felt like a big opportunity to me, but I was nervous. I was nervous because I 
didn't know the answers to anything <laughs> when I walked into that first rehearsal room. It was a true blank slate, and and I was open to seeing what happens. I'm very pleasantly surprised with um, everything that we discovered. Paula Rabello, we got a picture of you. All right, show me this picture. There, there you are, talking to empathy. <laughs> yes, that's Sophia, the empathy coach that I got to play at the in the yes. show. Can you tell us a little about that? Yeah, so Sophia, um, Sophia is a good person. Uh-huh. She, she sees the good in everyone. She has the ability to communicate with all different kinds of people. Um, and she's dealing with big archetypes in this office who, okay. who do absurd things, who who are angry or are being mugged in the office. And she's very calm and has a lot of love and respect for all of them. And she really believes people can change. Um, but what what interests me too about her journey is um, what is she willing to do in order to play the game and get what she wants and succeed in teaching empathy? And that's when the tables start turning. Now, while I'm thinking about it, how long is this play? It's 90 minutes. 90 minutes. 90 minutes, no intermission. You're in, no you're out. Mm-hmm. Mm, it, okay. You, you satisfied with 90 minutes? Could yeah. you go? For, could you go for two hours, maybe? For this play, no. Yes. Oh, this by ninety minutes. I mean, you've been slapped on the face, and you're down on the ground as an audience <laughs> member, and you're feeling angry. So you're gonna be. You're gonna want to <laughs> process what just happened. Gotcha. We got a picture of some of the cast members. Yes, please. Oh, there they are. There we go. We have uh, over there, sitting here on the left. We have Napoleon Tavali and uh, Rich Licardo. Lane Jordan and Howie, respectively. And that's me in the background. Okay. Next photo, please. Wonderful, wonderful actors. And and back there, we have Casey Smith, uh, yeah. who plays John. He plays the boss um, of this office. Okay. And the next film? Ah, uh, there's the one. They said, you get that picture up on you. That was told. Spoiler alert. Yes. That the, the tables have turned. Um, this cast has been absolutely incredible to work with every single person and we haven't seen uh the ladies we also have tasha ames and um charlotte um galesian okay in the cast and rose portillo and and it's just been an amazing cast since day one i've been inspired by them i've been pushed and challenged by by the work that they bring um i i'm astonished it's really special when you get to work with an actor and you're acting with them, and you're just amazed by the work that they do. It kind of takes the breath away. Um, I have nothing but amazing things to say about everyone in the cast. Okay. Favorite scene in the play for you? Sorry? What was your favorite scene in this play? My favorite scene in this play? Uh-huh. Hmm. Gosh, they're all so different, and I have I so many different feelings about all of them. <laughs> but I think... My favorite, I won't say a specific scene, but my favorite moments in the play are the moments that my character share privately with the character Eva that's played by Tasha Ames, Mm -hmm. because it feels like like the heart of Sophia's journey for me. And uh, it's important the moment that these women uh, the only women in the office at that at those times get to share when you are in a in around misogyny. Uh, which is the the theme that the play tackles, uh, one of the themes that the play tackles. So all the scenes that I get to share with Eva, played by Tasha Ames, was an amazing actress, um, are really important for me, and I guess my favorites. 
Ladies and gentlemen, here's something that's being done at this play that you normally don't see. And that is every week a surprise actor. That's right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, So there's a scene that I won't give away, but one actor comes on stage for a brief moment of the play. Mm -hmm. uh, And it's so beautifully done. I I get to play with six different actors. We just um, we just opened this weekend with. Bob. Yes. How, how did it go? How was it looking? It was wonderful. It was such a blast. Uh, it was such a blast. And and we got that missing element, which was the audience and, 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 and hearing the live feedback as we're playing the lacks and the gasps was the last player uh, that we needed in the room. But, but yes, going back to the role of the old man. So each week we get a guest actor to play the role of the old man. This is an opportunity to get uh these actors that maybe because of their scheduled shooting uh, film and TV wouldn't be able to commit to a longer process mm-hmm. to get to be on stage with us. And it keeps us on our toes. I am the one on mm-hmm. stage when that actor comes in and they all have such a different take and such a brilliant take on this old man um, character. It's a blast. I, I, it, it makes it feel so alive and dangerous in a good way. You know, you don't know what's going to happen and um, it just keeps it fresh for everyone. And I, I admire all of them so much. Can you tell us some names of some of those surprise actors? Yes, I have it here next to me to read to you. <laughs> um, so Bob Clendenin just opened with us. We're going to have mm-hmm. uh, Jan Monroe, John Getz, Tawny Amendola, Silas Mitchell, and um, William, gosh, William, forgive me if I'm mispronouncing your last name, Sawyers? Sawyers? Okay. Um, forgive me, Bill, for mispronouncing your last name. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and and Bill is actually going to be on stage um this coming week with us. Um, and it's just been such a blast to play with him as well. Um, now, this- all of these amazing actors that you've probably seen on your TV, uh, on on the movies, uh, on stage around LA and beyond, they're going to come to play. So I guess you're just going to have to come every week to yep. see what each of these actors do. You're going to have to see the show at least six times. So Okay. Now, <laughs> what theater is this play being held in? This is playing at Atwater Village Theater. And it's being done by the company called Circle X Theater that is based um, in that space. Okay. We just happen to have a small video about Do You Feel Anger? Yes, let's show it. Cash flow accounts debt collecting. You think your call is very important to us. Please continue to hold. That's beautiful. Wow. Lucy Pollock got that for me. Thank you. Yes, very, yes. Very, that's a, a, a trailer um, uh, that Jen Case, the uh, artistic director of the company, got to um, create with the video design of Dustin Hughes. Okay. A uh, little trailer, little teaser. Okay. Tell us, tell us the run dates, how we get in, how where we get tickets from, please. 
Yes. So we just started running now. We opened January 21st. We run through February 25th, every Thursday through Saturday at 8 p.m. Sundays at 2 p.m. You can get tickets at circlextheater.org. There you'll find all the information as well. Wow. Paula, I thank you so much for taking the time out to come and be with us. Oh, by the way, this coming uh, Tuesday, uh, like two days ago, like uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Oscar nominations. Oh, yeah. What are you looking out for, Ron? What are you excited to see? What are you excited to see on that list? I'd like to see uh, a few folks on there. Uh, yeah. The lady who played the mother for Emmett Till, I'd like to see her on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are, I didn't see it in another place, but I sure hope she gets that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, as people don't know, the 95th Academy Awards ceremony will happen on Sunday, March the 12th at the Dolby Theater. So I'm trying to get to yeah. My yeah. son's yeah. third birthday. But, <laughs> but, uh, Paula, thank you so, so much for being here uh, with us right here on the Actors' Choice. Best wishes to do you feel anchor. Yes, I Sounds do. Great thanks for That's having me. <laughs> my pleasure. I'll spe- and special thanks to your publicist, Lucy Pollack. Yes, I'll let her know. Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, Paula Rebellion. This is the Actors' Choice. I'm Ron Brewington. Uh, we'd like to let you know that we're asking the Actors' squad, squad, squad to help us get former baseball player Kurt Flood into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Now, Kurt who passed away January 20th, 1997, was the husband of one of our wonderful guest-renowned actress, Judy Pace. All you got to do is give us a call at our office, 213-349-3941. That's 3213-349-3941. We sincerely thank each and every one of you for being a part of this magnificent award for a great baseball player. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, many of you have ever thought about getting a career in broadcasting? I mean, you get the glitz and glitter of business and you say to yourself, well, I can do that. I can do that. Now, just so you know, I've been in this business for over 30 years. And do I love it? Do I like it? Hey, it's my thing. I love it. Everywhere I go, I take it. So I teach broadcasting over at Santa Monica College in a course called Media 13. That's broadcasting, announcing, and production two days a week. The course is online, makes it a little bit easier for you, okay? So, for more information, give us a call, 323-533-1036. That's 323-533-1036. Give me a call. Give me a call. We'll talk about it, okay? So go ahead and give it a try. You'll be glad you did. We still have some openings for the class. Do you? Do you? Do you want to get into broadcasting? Thank you. <laughs> Roller Tony. Ladies and gentlemen, for more information about the Tac Roll Coup channel, please call us at 213-349-3941. That's 213-349-3941. Thank you. Roll it, Tony! Think she's crazy? I think she's doing the best she can, just like most of us are, son. 
I was looking for you. I'll just go over there getting a drink. Are you all right? Are you all right? Well, I'm feeling better. I've seen better days, but I'm going to be all right. Ladies and gentlemen, my next guest today is a relatively new and fresh face here in the Los Angeles market. Now, he does get involved in television, film, and stage. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Marvin Gaye. Greetings, Marvin, and welcome to the Actors' Show. Hey, it's good to see Lupe you, Ron. Oh, you made me feel yes, good. Indeed. Thank you so much for coming today. Uh, first of all, where was you born? First of all, hold one of those spaces for me in your class. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm serious. We'll talk about it after class. I'm serious. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Okay. Love that. I was born in Norfolk, Virginia. Did you say Norfolk? Norfolk, Virginia. Oh, yes. I've been to Norfolk, Virginia. A lot of sailors down there. Sailors yeah. Paradise. Huh? A sailor's paradise. Oh, yes. The sailors used to have a paradise over there. Yeah. The, I ain't going to get into the it. The sailors love Norfolk. Oh, yeah, indeed. What made you, sir, get into acting? Whoa. Uh, I was, well, I did some acting in school. Okay. Drama clubs and what have you. Okay. I was, I was leading plays in school, but uh, I never gave it any serious thought. And I was out playing tennis one evening, okay. and uh, one of my buddies said, uh, a friend of mine is a casting director, and they're, they're looking for 25 more black guys to be in a movie. It's going to be shot here in Washington, D.C. Anybody interested in being in the movies? I said, well, why not? I mean, I, I wouldn't have come looking for you, but since you're here, what do I have to do? He said, show up at this church tomorrow with a Polaroid picture and a pencil. Mm. So I did. And there I was chosen to be a uh, featured background in Contact. Jody Foster and Matthew McConaughey. That's so you, how I got started. Wow. So you did have prior amateur acting experience? Yes, yes. How about high school and college? In high school and in college. Uh, mm -hmm. I did uh, drama drama club uh, festivals yes. in the state of Virginia. And they were usually held at Virginia State College in Petersburg. But uh, we went there every year I was in high school. And then in college, uh, I played the lead in Every Man, the morality play by Moliere. Okay. So um, I, I had those experiences in my in my background. But I, you know, you, you didn't think about making a living doing this. So <laughs> I, I just went on to pursue some other things. Uh, I was going to be a lawyer. Barack really? was supposed to be the second. Barack was supposed to be the second black president uh, in America. I was supposed to be the first, but uh, Michelle did not write. So. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, Barack Obama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got his name on the wall there. President Barack Obama. Okay. Yeah. Okay. LA, yes. Yeah. Uh, does the name of a gentleman by the name of Donald Bugle? Strike you some Donald Bogle. Donald Bogle was in school with me at Lincoln University, where we did that play, uh -huh. Every Man. Yes. He was one of the characters in that uh, yeah. play. Okay. He's world famous. He's, he's, he's bigger than life now, though. Yes, he's he is. a critic. Yes. Yeah. 
yes. historian. Yeah. Thank you for supplying the name. Yes, I do. Uh, I'd love to run it. into him. If anybody knows how to reach Donald, I'd love to uh, connect with him once again. Uh, I, I haven't sitting over there charging up, but I was going to say, go get your what I call second brain. Well, I've tried that. I've tried that and dropped a couple of emails, you know, to yes. the IMDb contact uh, address. Uh, but I think there's a, a trash can that certain things go into, you know, when when you don't have the the big name. <laughs> okay, moving right along. <clears throat> Who was your first drama coach? Your first drama coach? Uh, Miss Eunice Brickus in high school. Miss Eunice Brickus. Yeah, yeah. She and what did she teach drama. you? And how did she teach you? To project. Uh, that's a long time ago, high school. But that that I will always remember. Project. Because you've got to have the person in the back row here what you're doing and saying. Exactly. As well as those up front. Yes, indeed. That is the rule. And the last row can hear you. Last row. Without last a row microphone. No yeah. microphone. They, they paid too. Wow. Boy, you talking about working on the gut and getting all that, expelling all that air out. Woo, woo. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Quite an art. Now, there's a gentleman that uh, that might have been your most influential professional coach by the name of Mark Durso. Oh, Mark Durso, yeah, act true in Miami, Florida. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mark will always be at the top of my list of coaches uh, because he taught me basically to act true. Uh, mm -hmm. That's the name of his classes. He's a uh, Uda Agen uh, trained. Okay. And uh, Mark, Mark uh, every every student that starts with Mark has to bring their dirty laundry, uh, well, their laundry, to the <laughs> first class. <laughs> to the well, first okay. class because he wants you to fold the laundry just as you do at home. That, that's your first lesson, folding mm -hmm. your clothes. So, uh, but, but it, it, it emblazoned in my mind the need to uh, be believable, be real, act true. Because if it looks like acting, it's bad acting. Okay. One of the, it's, it's interesting that he uses that device to train people. You know, you see in different cultures, different places, different ways, and different, different days on different days, people do different things. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. First um, activity. Indeed, indeed, indeed. And one you don't forget, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fold your clothes. Yep. Just fold your clothes. No, indeed. How did you get started professionally, sir? Professionally? Uh, again, tennis. You're getting paid. <laughs> again, again, tennis was the door there. I uh, moved from Washington to uh, Coral Springs, Florida. Okay. And uh, I booked... <laughs> as my first professional theater piece, uh, guess who's coming to, uh, no, no, Driving Miss Daisy. It was Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah, and uh, that, that, was, that was my first professional piece. Wow. And we did that in West Palm Beach, Florida. 
50 mile yes. drive every every day for rehearsals and mm. evening uh it was, it was quite 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 a quite a baptism to mm-hmm. do your first professional play yes. as hulk yeah okay wow how old were you when you first got started in this business 51 years old Woo! hey 51, I think it was 51. Yeah. Wow. Uh, mm. I, I got to let you start. So I, I would always never. say. Better late than never. Yeah. That, that's why I had to get out of Florida and, and come to L.A. or New York because I needed to get on the fast track. Mm-hmm. Didn't have, I, I didn't have 25 years, although it's been that long now, almost, <laughs> to grow. But... Uh, yeah, I was. I was. I got a late start. Okay, like I said, better late than never. I'll tell you about where I am right now. Yes. <laughs> now you're in the field. You're getting to get 2006. You got a move, a film thriller that you were given called Unforgiven Sins. Remember that? Oh yes, yeah, Sto- stolen breath. Yes. Stolen breath. Yes. Uh, no, no, unforgiven, un unforgiven sins. Sins. Did, did I do that in Atlanta? I think uh, that's the one where I was drooling from the mouth. Right, Lester Lucas. I'll never forget, I'll never forget that line. <laughs> <laughs> what this hoe would rather have sex than read books. Talking yep. about my daughter, who is in, in that, that's a line from that movie, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if I remember correctly, that was in Atlanta. Roughly 2005. 2005. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fast forward. I, I don't know if it's playing anywhere. I haven't seen it. Okay. Lately. Lately. I think yeah. I go up on IMDb. I think I saw some of it up there on IMDb. Is it? Okay. Okay. Uh, 2009, you got another job uh, called Totally Sketch. TV series, comedy. And you yes, played. Yes. And who was that gentleman that you played, sir? Morgan Freeman. Morgan. <laughs> my, 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 my idol, you know? Yes, it did. Uh, Morgan Freeman, yeah. yeah. Uh, when he played, when he was God. Yes. And uh, I, I had a very, very light suit on and played with a fellow who was uh, parodying. Um, uh, what's his name that was on uh, Living Colors? Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't heard much from the Wine family. Anything? Hmm? Have you heard anything from the Wine family? Haven't heard anything lately. No, I haven't. Oh, let's see those guys get back to work again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, yeah. they should call me. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. One of my bylines is if you can't get Morgan F, call Marvin G. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Um, what roles do you look for? I look for respectable roles, roles that uh, go against the stereotypes that we've had. I, I want to be the lawyer, the judge, the detective. Uh, mm-hmm. The family man who who has a job, who's positive, uh, the good father, 
and I get a lot of ministerial jobs yes. as a minister, a preacher. Okay. I'll take those. Okay. You were in a TV series, a movie called Bruh, B-R-U-H, 2019. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Tyler, Tyler Perry's uh, series, uh, I guess they're in the probably the fourth or fifth series now. Wow. Season, uh, show called Bruh, B-R-U-H. And it's on uh, BET Plus. Okay. A lot went into that role. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as is the, the way of the business, you know, you do a lot and and no, no small parts, but uh, I think uh, trip to Atlanta and the time about a week being away from home mm-hmm. uh, amounted to a uh, little, little, little more than 10 seconds. Okay. <laughs> okay. The I to, I'm sorry. That's the business. Okay. In my research, I happened to come upon you doing an audition for Bra. Roll it, Tony. For Bra. Uh-huh. Oh. Now, come on. <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but you need to understand something. <laughs> this is God's house, and there will be order in it. Amen? Amen. Amen. Now, we're going to join this beautiful couple in matrimony, no matter how much the devil tries to stop it. You are quite a researcher. Wow. There you, you go. You are quite a researcher. <laughs> yes. I love it. To me, I love researching because that's where the fun is at. Uh, and uh-huh. speaking of researching, Tyler Perry, didn't he get a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame around the time frame when that movie came out? You know, I really don't know the answer to okay. that question. Well, October 1st, 2019 is when he got his star. October... First, twenty, October first, twenty nineteen. Well, yeah, yeah, because yeah. Um, I was there the end of October, nineteen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you got a roll. You got a roll. Wearing that 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 uh, re- uh, religious cake comment that you had on, that was looking yeah. good. Yeah, like you said, respectable, respectable, respectable. Yes. Uh, my, my my whole purpose for being here is to improve the image of 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 people like me in this industry where we've been denied or, or misrepresented so often. We can do we can do anything. Yes, we can. Yeah. You have a concept. You call it one dollar, one Africa. Please explain. Mm. That was a divine revelation uh, just at the end of 2019. I, I give a lot of thought to what, what can I do to make a difference uh, in this world and specifically for my people, people who look like me, people, melanated people. Mm-hmm. And this, this revelation came to me, one dollar, one Africa. There are roughly 2 billion of us in, in the world, including the continent, 
and the diaspora. And if we could just get less than 10% of those 2 billion, 100 million, about, about, about 5%, to send $1 each week to the same bucket, we'd have $100 million a week to develop our economic base, which is the missing piece to what we call freedom uh, and equality. Uh, there, there's really no such thing as equality. You know, we, we, everybody has to work to feed themselves. Yes. Okay. You don't go out in the field and work, you don't eat. Well, we have to do that, but we don't get to keep the food. We, we go out and work, but we don't get to keep the food. We, we've been giving it right back because we're led that way. Uh, I want One Dollar One Africa to lead us to put one dollar a week in the same bucket and we don't have to ask for anything we'll have the respect that we need we can build whatever we need or want that's one dollar one africa.com are you into that concept it's about three years old the traction that it's gotten has been miserable because we don't think that way it's not normal for us to think in terms of uniting and doing something as a people we want to be we, we we've been fed this uh pill of called individualism and uh so you want to do your thing i want to do my thing uh and we don't realize that when we get together we can do more yes you see so uh at that that's that's what it's about uh I'm I'm just putting it out there. I, I may not be the one to, to bring it home, but uh, the concept of collective economics has to be coming into our community. We, we've got to do it because if we don't, we're done. How can someone get in touch with you to ask you about or get involved with you in this case? Well, it's just Google one dollar, comma one Africa. Now, in the, uh, the the website, there's no comma, of course. It's just without any spaces. One dollar one Africa dot com, and I did my best to explain it in detail. What the concept? Yes, I probably over-explained it. Maybe that's why it's not getting it, the traction it should. Because, you know, a lot of us don't like to read. But if, if you don't want to read, you know, you, you can also go to YouTube and and just look up One Dollar, One Africa, the movie. And you'll see my bumpy face articulating as well as I can. I'm going to take your class so I can get better. My pleasure. We'll, we'll talk and, about uh, that off camera, as they say. Love to have you. Yes. Indeed. Indeed. Um, and, and I explain it there on YouTube verbally. All right. We got just a few more minutes. I see that you had a recent role in Don B. Welsh, I'll Be Home for Christmas. Oh, yes, that was fun. That was fun for the holidays. Uh, hadn't been on the stage, uh, theatrical stage, in four or five years. 
And it was always my practice to try to get at least one or two plays in a year live. Uh, But COVID knocked that out. We weren't able to do anything, anybody. So, uh, yeah, I was, uh, that was uh, December 18th. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Had fun. (laughs) Great, great cast. Yeah. And Don, of course, is a, 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 very, very famous and, and, and skilled director. Yes. Quite again. Quite again. Uh, before we get out of here, we just want to let folks know that you've got a couple of films uh, in the mix. One is called Chocolate. Oh, yes, yes. And there's two Chocolate. gentlemen there. Could you tell us who those two gentlemen are right there? Oh, that's um, Quincy Smith. Yes. And... The one on the right or the left? I can't. The one on the right in the black, Quincy. Okay. Quincy. Okay. And uh, I can't really recognize okay. uh, the, the other gentleman. Okay. Well, our listeners are being. I had to wear my glasses. But... <laughs> I understand. I understand. <laughs> the, the other one in post production right now is called Jim Rat. Uh huh. Okay. I, I don't know when it's coming out. I wish it would. I can't wait to see it myself. Okay. Jim Rat. Right. Yeah. Marvin, I want to thank you for being on our program today. We sincerely hope that you will come back again, my friend. Best wishes with your acting career and other projects that you do. Definitely. And thank you for having me. My, wouldn't have it no other way. Thank you. You're well, the actor's you. choice. Indeed. Thank you. And tell the world about it. Tell them about this little show yes, called Actors. Yes, indeed. Yes. I've hashtagged. Okay. Okay. Want to thank our sponsors, Harvey Bram and Photography as an Art. Ron Irwin's Lose Life, a way to lose weight. Larry Buford's Book to the Future, Time Travel, Message in a Capsule. State Farm Agent Carla Green, veteran actor Rob Brownstein's Actor Training School, and Actor Space. And much thanks to our guest today, actress Paula Bello and actor Marvin Gaye. And of course, special thanks to our ever-growing audience. Ladies and gentlemen, be well. We'll see you next time. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.